I don't get fashion. No, I, I don't get it. I really don't get fashion. Does clothes define who you are? Does clothes mean a lot to you? Does it mean little to you? What makes you you through your clothes? Now in this segment, I'm gonna begin with myself. I get a lot of responses from people, um, no, specifically friends and like this girl, this girl that I had dated before like, everybody has the same answer about me. They'd be like, yo, Blaze, you dress like a hipster. And I'd be like, really? I dress like a hipster. And I'd just be like, yo, maybe my mannerisms too. But I've never really, like, my whole thing with fashion is I never really fucking cared about shit. I like what I like to rock, you know? Like, I like something simple as, like, a flannel, a t-shirt, graphic tees with a flannel, jeans, and, like, dunks or, like, bands. Or, like, you know, some nice boots. I do, however, like to collect sneakers that's rare to find. I noticed that about myself. And I didn't realize it before, but now I do realize it. But what does fashion mean to you? When I think about fashion and how I dress myself, I'm trying to give off the presence, not trying, but I give off the presence like I'm a warrior. So I like to wear things like rings. I like to wear, you know, necklaces. I like to wear like, you know, chains or not really, not chains, because I don't like gold chains. I, I think they're fucking stupid. But I like to wear, um, like necklaces or the beads, the bead necklaces, that's it. The beads necklaces around my neck. And then I like to wear like bracelets. And then, you know, I don't know what it is that you wear an anklet. I have like an anklet around, like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I like to connect on a spiritual level. So when I go out on the streets, maybe I don't say it. Maybe I don't directly say, yo, I'm a warrior. But certain things that is on me, I identify that with myself. And I know we live in this day and age where people do want to express themselves. You do want to talk about what it is that you like. You want to express yourself through clothes. You want to be free of whatever people is telling you. That's what makes this world so beautiful. As judgmental as I could be towards people that wear certain clothes, and I'd be like, that's not something a man would usually wear, or that's not something a woman usually would wear. Or like, you know, that's not something that <laughs> I usually see on a regular basis with the everyday man and woman. You feel me? I, I, I can't, I don't go out of my way to make fun of people about the way that they dress. I might look at you side eye and I'd be like, what the fuck is that you wearing? But it's not in my, my rhetoric to go ahead and say something to you. And I hate it when people say, well, you're being judgmental and this, that, and the third. Like, yo, we all judge people on some accord. Don't try to 
say that you don't you don't see somebody with an outfit if somebody was to roll around naked you would look at them weird right and if somebody was just to wear something very provocative you'd be like yo why are you wearing that so i'm just trying to piece together what does fashion mean to you what is what is it what does it signify i know i've had some events this summer and times that i've seen people wearing some clothes that i was just like that's really weird more specifically and again, because somebody is going to think that I'm an evil person talking about the LGBTQ. I don't know if he's a he's a uh, affiliate or associate of LGBTQ, but I seen somebody. I seen like a guy, right? I seen like a guy that had like you know puffy hair, you know, long hair, and was wearing like a uh, uh, a sweater, a skirt, sandals, and socks. And I don't know if that correlates with people that say like you know I want to dress the way I however I want to be. And I don't know if he's like might be non-binary, but then he had a girlfriend. So even with that, which I want to discuss a little bit later, does clothes give off the orientation that you might appear to be? Do you does do those clothes? I'm trying to word it right. Do those clothes identify you and your sexuality in the way that you are as a person, or do clothes give off some type of way that you live your life? I've seen cross-dressers before. I've seen dudes that wear some off-the-wall shit. I've seen people who wear... Who, I've seen hype beasts. People who spend their God-given time to wear clothes that the next nigga don't got or the next person don't got. I, I didn't see it all, people. I live in New York, for Christ's sakes. We see everything. You'll see people outside that wear craziness and wear other stuff. I've even seen on a YouTube video... No, excuse me, Facebook, about I've seen people who dressed up in this weird costume, and it wasn't Halloween when I saw this, this was way before. I've seen people who was wearing some type of costume, some like white costume, faceless, over their face, and you know, they had drums, they had this, that, and the third, and they were sitting on the L train, and they was like, they had instruments, and they was making sounds, they were making noises, they was doing all these different things, like very like tribalists, and this, that, and the third. And I was just like, yo, what the, f what is this? Like, what are you doing, you bro? Like, what are you doing? And then if specifically if you live in New York, if y'all know about Union Square, when y'all see the, uh, the, 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 the bohemian people out there, that be, uh, you know, that be over there with the drums and this, that, and the third. So with clothes, we have to take into analysis that it does identify who you are, but it also identifies what your group is and who are you affiliated to based off of the clothes you have? And to specifically be funny, I usually like to compare certain groups that I see out on the streets. Like they look like Grand Theft Auto pedestrians. <laughs> like, you know how they have the organized gangs and shit? And you'll see them maybe like, oh, that's the Bohemian tribe. But I mean, I know they don't have any guns or stuff like that. They pass out books and pamphlets. Or you'll see people dressing like, you know, attire that might be affiliated to the Muslims. Or, you know, Jews might dress some certain way, Christians, Hebrew Israelites. Everybody has a way that they dress that makes them unique in a way and also um, makes you know that this is who they are. This is who they are affiliated to. So we're going to get into this segment, but I want to talk about basically how I started to understand fashion when I was younger. Growing up in the hard streets of the hood, you know? Uh, obviously, I came into fashion when I was really young. 
more specifically, like, I remember being into Jordans way so more when I was started growing up in my teenage years than I am now. I don't own any Jordans in my closet. Um, I don't really care for the same thing that everybody rocks. You know, I'm, I'm sufficient on rocking what I rock. You know, I don't mind having the clothes that I in my closet now and not really buying anything new, even though I do like to shop from time to time. So in my childhood, and I know a lot of people can attest to this, I think materialism more specifically in the people of color or black community is important. You know, you would get your ass cut if you was wearing fake Nikes, fake Jordans, and you know, all this other stuff, you know, because we wasn't trying to hear it. If you was gonna have the authentic thing, you was gonna have the authentic thing. I remember rolling around when Bapes, remember when Bape was popular? I remember when Bapes had the Uptown style sneaker and I got those and I got it with a windbreaker and those sneakers was like $200. And, And let me tell you something, after I got done wearing those things, it had the illest heel drag after I was done with it because I used to just wear it all the time and I started learning like yo sneakers ain't shit now of course I have certain sneakers that I really like that I I don't want to get damaged like I don't want it to have a heel drag I don't even like wearing it with any old outfit like I like to correlate it where it's just like this is the outfit I wear with and that's it I don't like wearing it with anything else so um materialism is something that still plays in our in our culture i mean even living in america with three k's and i have to really i started really thinking about you know people that might be homeless or people that might be you know less fortunate than i am and they don't have a lot of money and they're just wearing the clothes that they have on their back and then i think about the base heads that's at 125th street in lexington that one time i was over there and they had an argument and they was like yo my outfit costs more than everything you got on, bro. Like, my, my Jordans, yo, my Jordans, bro, my Jordan collections is way better than yours. And I'm like, bro, both of y'all arguing off of sneakers and how y'all looking clothes when both of y'all just look bummy as hell. Like, what the hell are you talking about? And you out here trying to scramble a man for some cigarettes. Man, get the hell out of here, bro. And, and, and I started thinking to myself, why is such, why, why is clothes so important to people? If you get stain on your shirt, and let's say it's a coffee stain, you're not necessarily fucked, but like you got to wash that. You know what I'm saying? Why do we pay so much attention to clothes in our community? And then, you know, with sneakers, it's nothing wrong with having nice kicks. It's nothing wrong with having nice boots. It's nothing wrong with, you know, being able to have the stuff that you like, but you're not doing it for the validation of other people. I mean, that's the sad truth about it. I didn't see about how there's been a phenomenon. I can't even keep up nowadays with the Jordans that be on sale. Not really on sale, but they be having people outside of Foot Locker waiting for it. I mainly seen it back in 2015 when I was working beside them, Foot Locker, when I was on 34th Street. Again, remember I told y'all that I used to work for Zoomies. Fuck Zoomies. So uh, I remember that they would have the releases for the Jordans and I'd be like, yo, what sneakers is coming out? Like, what is it? What is it? What is it? And... That's the time back then I just started not to like Jordans. I, I never really cared. I Let me not say I never did. I did care for Jordans at a time. But once I started realizing it, I'm like, basically with Jordans, they're just, they repeat the, the same fucking shoe. It's always the retros. And then they um, just put it in a different color or put it in the same color and re-release it or make it with different materials. So 
you're getting your products worth of what, $180, $200 on sneakers. What's the return on investment on that? And how much are these people that's building these sneakers, how much are they getting paid off of that? Cents and dollars? You know what I mean? So it's like, what is the purpose of Jordans? Like, I don't understand. If you're still in 2018 going to 2019, you waiting online for Jordans. It's just like, bro, like, I'm tired of seeing the same sneakers being put out all the time and there's no newness to it. They're they not trying to hype up no new Jordans that come out. That's not retro. What number are we on Jordans now? Like 28? The Jordan 28s? Like, I don't know what the number is for them. So I'm sitting here stuck like, what is the purpose of that? Why do you wait online for that? You know, and then we're more enticed because, again, you have to think about the minds of these marketers. When you hear sale, you're automatically enticed to buy something. When you hear something is free or you hear something is something percent off, you're enticed to buy it. Whereas, like, I'm not trying shit on it. But it's like the way my wardrobe is, I'm comfortable shopping at um, a thrift store and picking up all my shit from there. I don't really like shopping at, you know, big name brand stores. It's just not me. I do, however, like to switch up from time to time. If I do shop, I like to go to Gap or I like to go to Old Navy, even though Gap is hella expensive. But going back to what I was saying, it's like even with the the, the bummiest of people and <laughs> I know somebody's like, yo, that's messed up, Blaze. But even with the people who's the most bummiest in the world or they just don't have, they have a lack of fashion or they're just wearing the same clothes every day. Why is clothing so important to you? Why, why, why do you want it to be that important to you to the factor that you're willing to insult another person because of the clothes choices that they wear? Oh, I don't got Jordan. So does that mean that I'm broke? I mean, even specifically our children. Think about the many times I've seen women Mothers and fathers dress their kids like they about to go to a party and all they doing is going to school. Why do we focus so much time on it? When I went to, there were certain things that I would know that would happen, right? So let's just say, I remember back, what was it, like 08. I remember going to this project party in the Bronx. Big fucking mistake. <laughs> Big mistake. You go on to Jexile in the Bronx, and listen, yo, I know a lot of we have an argument, like, yo, the Bronx ain't shit, and this, that, and third. That's that's my birthplace. So, listen, I know how the Bronx is, so I could talk a little bit of shit about the Bronx, because I was born there. And my family, certain, my, certain family members I know is from the Bronx. So, get with me on this. I don't like the Jex in the Bronx. I don't like the projects in general. I don't really like going to the projects. And I don't think anybody really does. I'm not trying to shit on it, but, like, I don't really like the projects like that. So I remember going to this party in the Bronx, right? And I remember that, like the Jordans just came out. And these Jordans, I, I forgot what the number was. But I seen at least like maybe five to ten people rocking the same Jordans. And they was just rocking a white tee with, uh, you know, some jeans. Or rocking just some regular t-shirt or this, that, and a third. Pardon me, because I could be very vain and judgmental. But I didn't find any any lack, in, lack of any, any like, any, like, reason out of it like it's just like okay you rock that outfit but like who you rocking it for and men let's not lie it's it's an accordance on both sides and i'm going to talk about this a little i'm actually going to talk about this in the next segment we do dress for the opposite sex or to appeal to somebody else let's let's really break down break down exactly what i'm saying because i'm gonna break it down a little bit further but when i was at the party i was just i got certain looks like yo who is this nigga like why does, you know what I mean? Like the, the whole look, like I get side-eyed and they like, oh, who is this nigga? And then it's just like the dudes I be at the party. I'm like, y'all all rocking the same thing. You know that, right? Like 
True Religions was hot at the time, so you was rocking True Religions with this, that, and third. Like, I don't really see y'all wearing Gucci, and who the hell is going to wear Gucci to a project party? You feel me? I just don't understand that. And I'm just like, if I'm certain events calls for, um, calls for different type of outfits. So if I'm going to get fly fly, I know that I'm going to get fly to go to an event that's of importance. You know what I mean? If, especially if I'm projecting myself. I find myself at a lot of art exhibits, like art, like art shows, open mics, and this and that third. So whenever I start doing poetry or I start doing whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm going to dress to a fucking 10 because I want to appeal and I want people to see me and be like, yo, that guy over there, he dresses like this. Yo, I want to buy his stuff or I want to listen to what he's saying because he dresses like this. And we all should be like that. You should always put your best foot forward. You're not going to come to a certain event in sweatpants or leggings if you're a girl. I mean, I know they have stylish leggings. That's that's true. But, uh, you know, you're not going to come in like sweatpants you wear in your house. You know, you're going to come through with probably stylish sweatpants or something that's to the degree of like something that's out right now. So that's fashion in a nutshell, but I'm just trying to understand why do we put materialism as such a factor, especially in our community, when we could be spending our money on things that really do matter. And then specifically, if you didn't know, and now you should know, a lot of these corporations are not, they, they dictate what usually black people wear and then they make a whole killing off of that and say, oh, this is the newest trend, blah, blah, blah. And my whole thing with that is, is that, you know, y'all buying stuff that these people at the top wouldn't dare care to, you know, put that money back into the community. They don't give a shit about you. Like, you know, you go on, like, let's just say Gucci or Louis Vuitton is on sale. They're not trying to spend that bread and really care for the black culture. They're probably spending it on the music industry to poison the mindset of our young men and our young women, but that's as far as you go. So now let's let's really be real about this. Half the time when you go to the club or you go into some event, I don't give a damn if you don't think so or not, you are trying to look for validation in some type of way. This is a spirit thing. My whole thing about it is don't take this to offense. And I know a lot of people like, I'm dressing for me. I ain't trying to dress to appeal to nobody. No, no. Let's really be real about this, people. When you go out to the club and when you put your outfit together, what are you trying to do? You are trying to look your best self and you're trying to look attractive. Okay? This is not something that's new age. This is nothing new. I'm not talking about how we grew up in this, that, and the third, but this has always been a type. This has always been something in society we've always done. It's always been in the olden days too. You know, when you go look at certain tribes, if you know, if you know any, and you look like you, I mean, you can search it up on Google or YouTube. You can find it there. And that men of those tribes or women of those tribes dress or make markings or do certain, um, Dress in a certain way or have things in a certain way where they are trying to appeal to get a mate. It, it is what it is. It, it has just because it's a modern day society doesn't change anything. It's been something a part of our culture for the longest time. Humans have always done that. Even with animals. I mean, I don't know if animals make markings or this, that, and a third. Or they, I mean, they do things to attract their mates. They do. It's just a, 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 a way that we function in society everybody does it because we are looking for the eye of the other person now with that being said we do do this in our culture you know 
um, you want to reach a little bit further of like, you know, my experience, like I don't really like going to the clubs like I used to. I'm just kind of, I'm becoming like an old man, very young. I'm just like, oh, clubs is like whatever. Like I like going to a lot of spiritual events, but we need to understand this is that when you go to the club, right? I think mainly women do it because y'all put on perfume, y'all get your hair done, y'all, y'all find the dresses that y'all want, or if y'all come in jeans or this, that, and third, it's probably jeans you ain't really rocking like that or this, that, and third. You're not going to wear your gym outfit to go to the club. It's just not going to happen. With men, you're not going to wear sweatpants or gray sweatpants when you go out to the club. It's not going to happen. You're just not going to do that. You're going to find a way to dress in, in a type of way that's appealing to another person in order to mate and do what you got to do to get that number or, you know, bag that shorty or bag that nigga. You know, I, I, it's just a factor, bro. It, there's no argument. You have to understand that I'm absolutely right when I say this. So I start thinking about... When we go to the club, right? Now, I mean, I, I even, I've seen, this is the thing I've seen. I've seen on both sexes. I've seen both male and females dressed to a T. And I'm talking about dressed to a T. And they'll be riding the train. I'll be like, why are you not in the Uber or a Lyft, bro? Like, why are you taking the train to go to the club? Like, why are you doing all that? Like, you couldn't get a cab? Like, you couldn't, you know? And maybe that's me be, being judgmental. Because, look, listen, we falling back on hard times. Specifically in New York, they about to raise the fare to $3. And, you know, price of living in New York is crazy. So I understand. But, like, on a more spectrum view, besides New York, I've just I've just seen certain people. And I'd be like, but why are you rocking that? You know? Like, I mean, not why are you rocking that? But why are you on public transportation with that? And um, let's dig a little bit deeper you know we do look for the validation of other people whether we like it or not you know i'm not going to hold myself to that accountability because i'm not going to dress in certain things i'm not going to dress in certain outfits you know if i'm going somewhere you know as much as i try to unplug from babylon and i know deep inside i dress this way because this is the way i like to dress i know sometimes like if i'm going on a date why would i dress why would i dress in my most bummiest clothes to be out on a date. Why would I do that? If I really don't give a shit about the way I dress, wouldn't I dress differently if I'm going... Wouldn't I, wouldn't I dress the same if I was going out on a date? Hell no. You know why? Because I want to appeal to that woman. I want her to notice me and be like, oh, he's attractive and the way his style of dressing is, is like this. You know, if I'm rocking sweatpants, that might give you the illusion like, oh, this nigga really don't care about what we doing today. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the validation is obviously there. But I also want to break down this segment as well. It's just like, I think about the people that put on a show. Very egotistical. Like, you know, oh, you couldn't pronounce Gucci, Louis Vuitton, this, that, and third. And all this stuff is like Eastern European brands. And I'm just like, yo, anything that's with Eastern European brands reminds me of the fucking Romans. Like, you're, they have all these things that you're wearing you don't know nothing about. All these symbolisms you don't know nothing about. You know, you don't take time to dissect it. Why is Louis Vuitton called Louis Vuitton? Why is, uh, I want to say, why is Gap called Gap? Why is Victoria's Secret called Victoria's Secrets? I mean, obviously, if y'all didn't know, Victoria's Secret is that it's owned by a man. It was started by a man. Um, it's no secret. I mean, everybody knows that. <laughs> so we're not really talking about nothing out there that you wouldn't know. But I think about the certain dudes that show up to the club or you see them on Instagram or you see people who's on like uh, 
Yeah, mainly Instagram and stuff like that. And I think about it, I'm just like, you know, but you Gucci'd out, you Louis vuitton out, you got enough money to pay for a bottle. You got bottle service. You could put a four, three hundred, four hundred dollars or a bottle service to spend on one girl that you probably just gonna have sex with and get and leave her afterwards. Like, you know, like very like egotistical things. And I sit back and I'd be like, all this because you dress like this, and because I think with clothes because it's just clothes i think with clothes we take it up a notch to where we make it a part of us to a place that we don't need to make it i never was really a fan of gucci i never would wear gucci i never would wear louis vuitton i don't wear that i'm a basic ass dude like and the way that i dress is just that people would compliment and be like yo blaze you dress nice and i just be like wow i never even really thought that i did i just am here doing what i'm doing but like specifically the club scene, I, I notice it a lot. But you know, nowadays I, I might go to the club in the LES and the, the, the vibrant the vibrancy is very different. Uh, you know, men specifically, you know, they uh I see so many skateboarders that come in, they just be dressing like whatever, like they just got done skating over at um under the Manhattan Bridge. And then you got the other people out there that do show up, you know, with the Jordans or like these different fits. You know, everybody's trying to fit the mold. So I definitely do pay attention to that. With the ladies, it's just like, you know, get their hair did and all this other stuff. Usually I see them in dresses. I'd be like, yo, damn, ma. And she got the wagon in the back. Yo, damn, say. So that being said, I, I forgot where I was going with this, to be honest with you guys. But, you know, specifically the club scene, it's like that dictates. And that's the way it's structuralized that when you come into the club, you are mating. You are mating and going into the club in hopes of finding someone, whether you have a sexual relation with them or you are donning on trying to get a relationship with someone from the club, which I don't recommend. You don't go to the club to meet someone you want to be in a relationship with. I just It's just code of ethics. I don't think it's really necessary. I mean, if you just want to have a quick fling and you just want to get... You just want to fuck and you just want to look for someone to have sex with. I mean, club, do your business because it's already a a place where you're going to have fun and you're drinking. So drinking, I think, brings out more of a euphoria and a delayed type of action where you're thinking about things on a sexual level anyway. Just is. And then it's just like even the lighting you know, it's usually dark in clubs. You don't have you don't party with with the lights on you don't you party with the lights low to off and the lights are dim so with that being said does clothing relate to mating do we dress for other people's approval and if we are dressing for other people's approval are we doing it because we are mating and i mean to certain degrees i definitely do think that is the reason why we dress the way we do I'm going to bring it over to you hype beast, bro. <laughs> you hype beast out there. I want to talk about sneakers first. And this whole segment I'm going to be doing for the next two segments, I'm just going to be talking about the shit that I see that I, y'all do I don't understand. Now, with sneakers, bro, I love sneakers. You know, I love sneakers. I don't have enough shoes. I don't have a lot of boots. But I love sneakers. If y'all know me, I like SBs. I like Vans. I'm I'm a skateboard type of dude. That's what I like. Now, with hype beast. I, how do I say it? I'm not mad at y'all. 
I'm not mad at the hustle. I'm not mad at anybody who was able to, you know, make money selling sneakers, buying, trading, you know, doing what you got to do. It's a business. It's, it don't take it personal. It's a business. This is this is a stuff that costs money to make. And you also getting paid to, you know, buy, you know, you know, buy, sell and trade, you know. So I'm not mad at hype beast of what y'all do. Now, I just have to think about something, right? Specifically going in 2019, like I told y'all, I don't I don't understand fashion. I'm just I feel like I'm like maybe second or third level retarded when it comes to um sneakers or hype beasts or fashion in general. This is the reason I don't understand fashion. Ever since at least 2017, ever since I started seeing someone like Kanye West start releasing those damn Roshi sneakers that he calls 350s and I call those Soho Roshis. They look like Roshis. That's basically all they look. They look like Roshis, but a, a, a different moon shoe type of Roshis. <laughs> Ever since that, and when I started seeing the sneakers that came out this year with him releasing, I believe, the Yeezy 700s, um, I was like, those shits look like dad shoes. And I see a lot of dudes out there rocking them. And I'm just like, what is so nice about these sneakers? And I have to ask y'all one thing. If you didn't know that was made by Kanye and you just it let's just say Payless was selling those sneakers and it wasn't made by Kanye, would you buy them? If they wasn't Yeezys, if they was something like if it was Shrekers, I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. I have a hard time pronouncing it. I was about to say checkers. That's a fucking food place. But if they if the brand wasn't Yeezys, would you buy them? Would you find something dope about those sneakers enough for you to buy it from Payless? I'm pretty sure most of you would say no. You see, brand means everything in a society. It does. I'm not going to play victim to it. I know that I try to be more open with sneakers that I see. So if I like them, I'm going to buy them. I don't give a damn what brand they are. I, I usually like to be open with it, but I just know what I like. Let's just see. Let's just say with me, I've seen a pair of something that looks like Vans. And if I didn't know they was Vans and they sold them in Payless, would I buy them? There's a 50-50 chance I would. I don't really shop at Payless. I'm not trying to sit here and say that I wouldn't shop at Payless. But you see how brands affect the way that you shop based off of like how Kanye West sneakers are. I don't see them any different from how feelers are out now or how Shrekers or whatever you call them is out now. You know, like it, it makes no difference to me. But because it's Yeezus or Yeezys from Kanye, now everybody pays attention. They're like, yo, I'm going by them. Because they, they the Yeezy brands without even thinking twice. And it's the same thing with Nike. Nike sells their products in every shop that there is imaginable. But it takes a certain trend that happens off of a social media platform for y'all to basically entice yourselves into buying whatever it is y'all buying. I know it's like a lot of women as well. Y'all, y'all um, love posting and love doing promos for Fashion Nova and uh things like that but you know the same question goes goes to goes to um yeah which is actually difficult because i feel like with certain women y'all don't y'all y'all are brand what are, how do i say it? y'all are brand efficient y'all do look for brands but it's like i i don't i think there's certain women out there that buy tights and buy like leggings from wherever the fuck <laughs> that's not necessarily high brand high name brand you know certain 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 types of women be shopping at Fordham Road to get some ass-hugging jeans 
And then sometimes y'all drop, y'all, y'all um, shop at Soho. It's just the way of the world. Or y'all get the stuff from the Africans on 116th. Or y'all get stuff from Jamaica on the Ave. You feel what I'm saying? So it's a whole plethora of different things. But I'm saying that to say this. With sneakers, you do know, like, there is a Chinese market and there's certain black markets that make a killing off of selling fake sneakers. And then it's just like, what are fake sneakers? Is it because they make it with a different material that is not certified by the corporation that, that is putting these workers out there to make these sneakers for cents or whatever and exploiting them probably and, and making them make these shoes without proper living wages and this, that, and the third? Who knows? You don't even know what's going on going on in those factories. You feel me? And who's to say? And I mean, I'm pretty sure that certain places do make sure that they workers are getting paid and getting fed, fed, fed well. So I'm not going to say every corporation is like that. But you know, capital greed is all about making that green and making sure that people get what they, get what they want. So again, <clears throat> thinking about this, right? And I basically always say as well that we are living in an age where I feel like what I said from the 90s nostalgia, I said that, you know, 90s is still making a comeback and so many people are diving and diving to the fashion in the 90s. And then, you know, I see certain things like, you know, exploitation and this, that, and third, which I'm going to talk about in a little while, but I want to focus on hype piece right now. So with sneakers, it's like, what makes it a fake sneaker? Is it because of the material? Is it not listed um, is it listed on a different website? Because we was talking about fake Jordans. Oh, your Jordans is fake. And then we look, look about the logo. And we'd be like, oh, well, the Jumpman don't look like this or the Jumpman don't look like that. And then you have certain brands of sneakers that basically follow the same rhetoric. Um, Shaq. <laughs> How Shaq had that whole, like, swoosh man, but it was him dunking instead of Jordan doing, uh, you know, hands up with the ball thing. But you would get your ass cut if you was wearing Shaq sneakers when I was growing up. You would. You would get your ass cut if you was wearing Shaqs, bro. And then we was thinking about Steve Mulberry. That was his name. He came out with the sneakers back in like 07, 08. Remember y'all didn't want to buy his sneakers and it was $15? And he was like, yo, I'm, why, why, why would I want to brand my shoes, you know, hundreds of dollars and there's people out here that can't even afford something to eat? Smart marketing pl- p- plan, brother. Thank you for that. Even though I don't see your sneakers anymore, and I guess they just wasn't marketable enough. I don't know. And then I think about uh, LeVar Ball, and then the fact of the matter that his, he, he, him and his father, if I'm getting it right, had sandals for $220 and then sneakers for $495, but was this a publicity stunt in order to get into the NBA? You know, I don't, I don't know. I mean... I know I'm probably being biased and I'm probably going to come at you and say you're a mutt child or this, that, and third, and you're a biracial, whatever. That doesn't even matter. Okay, whatever. That doesn't matter. Scratch that from the record. Forget that I ever said that. But with LeVar Ball, like, were you marketing these sneakers on the on the, the pretense of trying to uh, get an NBA contract and just be known to the world? Because even after you came out with those sneakers and it made such a controversy, you know, you then started releasing music, which was trash as fuck. Don't ever rap again, bro. Like, it was trash. It was like, you can't rap, bro. You, you one of those niggas that go into somebody's house that has a GarageBand app 
and <laughs> you and your boy sit around for hours. He makes some clinky ass beat, and then automatically you rap over it, and then you release it to the public. And because you have publicity, people is gonna listen to your shit. And I hate you guys that sit here and back these corny ass rappers that you know cannot rap. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? But I digress. So it's like, why did you sell your sneakers at a price so high? And then I get it. When people start talking shit about these sneakers that's out there and they're on retail prices that's so high, you still have people that buy them because it's like them making a statement. That's spiritual now. Now you're sitting here taking this materialism to another level. You peep what I'm saying? Because let's just say one person says, and it goes to the, the media circuit, it's like, yo, this sneaker is, I don't know, $895. You can't get these if you wanted to. And they do start doing they start doing all this, that, and the third, like marketing strategies to make you feel like shit because you don't buy the brand. You don't think you're going to try to save up your money to get those brands? Now, I was stupid into thinking like that, too. I remember when I was a teenager and Prada's was still popular. I remember I bought Prada's for $400. Mm-hmm. I spoke to the, the seller and everything. I saved up my money and I was like, I'm going to get these Prada's. And they still hanging up in my, my closet right now, collecting dust. I don't even wear them. Like, I don't wear them. I don't wear them. $400 to go off a trend that was popular back then. And I didn't even think lifetime goals. You feel what I'm saying? What was it going to do for me? Nothing. And I was just like, I was like, I'm going to save it. And back then, my mind is like, I don't want to get the fake Pradas. You know, and you, to, to you, you'd be like, oh, the fake products is on 2-5th. You know, you had the sneaker shops and all that other stuff. They would sell Nikes, Jordans or whatever and things like that. I was like, I'm not getting the products for $200. I'm getting it for 400 But who's to say that those same makers don't put those in the market and list it as $200 and they list it at the official product store for $400? What's the difference? <laughs> you never know you know what i mean and you're so geared towards saying something is fake because they're in a certain store instead of analyzing it and be like i don't give a damn if they fake or not what is the brand you know i know like a lot of people don't like ripoffs and that you absolutely have every right to say no i don't like ripoffs but it goes back to what i was saying what does even sneakers mean to you though we so geared towards thinking that sneakers should be at a certain price in order for it to be validated that it was worth the purchase and it's the real thing if it's fake sneakers, what's wrong with fake sneakers? It's You need shoes, right? You need to walk with shoes on your feet. I mean, you could be one of those type of people that I've been seeing lately that's been earthing and been walking with no shoes on, working, walking barefoot around a city. And it could be raining outside. It could be like whatever. But they're trying to ground with the earth, which I don't get. You're on concrete and there's nastiness everywhere. I, I don't get it with you. So why are you earthing? Just put some shoes on. Put on some sandals if you feel bold. But I wouldn't imagine you wearing sandals if it's like 20 degrees outside. Your toes going to burn. <laughs> You're going to get frostbite on your toes. But hey, be my guest. Do whatever you want to do. So... We're going to talk about these shirts, pants, whatever you like to call them. Uh, not too much on this subject. I mean, I'm just I'm talking about the same thing. But you have so many people out here that have small businesses where they do sell shirts, T-shirts, uh, pants, sweaters, jackets, coats, you name them. And with that being said. Excuse me, I had to burp that out. With that being said. There's this one thing that I got to know. 
about the fashion industry or more specifically the way because when you wear a shirt pants and whatever even a hat now that means something you're telling people about yourself when you wear that sneakers is the same thing because if i wear it, it depends on choices i've noticed i might be able to wear um a particular shirt and i wear pants and I wear sneakers one day and they'd be like, oh, what up, Blaze? And then when I wear my shoes or I wear my Clark boots, which is like these stylish boots that I know of. Y'all know Clarks. They'd be like, oh, my God, you look so nice. Why did the shoes change the outfit, though? You feel me? And it was a simple change. All I did was change my shoes. And then y'all looked at me and it was like, oh, that's nice. See, shoes do program the outfit. It does. You should already know that. that that's true with inside of itself. But let's go back to fashion on like. So, when we're talking about how you dress, it does determine how you look. It does determine how you, you know, explain yourself. I've witnessed people that's in City College that's very vintage. You know, they rock flannels or they wear, rock something that's more reminiscent of, like, the 80s and the 90s. You know, I don't know if what, like, I think that goes into the, the, the whole stylish ethics of, like, Someone who is like vintage. I don't know how hipster. Because I think, I don't know the difference between hipster and just regular dressing. I have no idea. Essentially, when you talk about someone who's a hipster, and we're not going to go off the gentrification tip. We're going to talk about the clothing style of a hipster. A hipster has this whole thing where they dress like old, but it fits in a modern rhetoric. I got that. So it's like, oh, Blaze, you dress like a hipster. I'm like, really? I do? I don't even notice that. But even at the same time, it's like appealing to uh, the skateboard rhetoric, too. And um, with clothes, right? Some way, Sometimes when you price certain things, the way that certain marketers price certain things, I don't get it. Like, for instance, when I go to Urban Outfitters, which I don't really like shopping at their store anyway, because I think their shit is out really ridiculous. Like, why do you sell shirts that's $40? And why do you sell jeans that's, like, recycled and like Levi's from like the 1990s for like fucking 60 to 70 dollars that doesn't make any sense to me and then it's long sleeve shirts that says PlayStation or says all that or say all these different they're graphic tees but why do you make why do you why do you quadruple the prices of those shirts anybody can make shirts like that so what is the difference It's because you're a prime retailer so with that being said I know there's a lot of people out there Especially I got friends that, that want to, you know, make their own clothes, make their own brands. You know, they want to do all these different things. I don't blame you. Do you, you know, be authentic with your shit, though. I'm kind of tired of seeing people that be like, oh, I want to put in a fashion line and your shit is not different from anybody else. And then a lot of things that I see also with people that do all this dressing things, like I've seen something like um, this like particular and I'm pretty much sure that I'm going to get they're going to get clout over it if I was to be of a certain fan base on this thing. You know I'm a small time podcaster. So this brand called Only New York and I only know about Only New York because this comes from me working in Zoomies. And obviously I would know about the different things cuz certain people at the jobs know about different brands. So Only New York releases something like MTA socks. There's people out there that where well, I seen a man have uh, uh, a cap that says Liberty Lines, which was some old ass like bus line back in like the 80s and the 90s in New York that was in the Bronx and Westchester. 
And I'm like, what is so, you know what I'm saying? What is so significant about the hat? And then I've seen people walking around with MTA hats. More specifically, I've seen skateboarders because I feel like the skateboard culture in general does dictate a lot of how you people dress. Especially in the hood, when y'all niggas was cutting ass on people for wearing vans back in 06 and 07, but now y'all rocking vans, y'all damn selves. And then y'all be rocking pants that, like knee-high pants, that shows the socks and then shows your sneakers. How, like, it's amazing, bro. I, I'm I'm a way to give off that tangent. But I want to talk about specifically, like, what is that? What is the, what is the, is, I've seen someone dress up like a damn crossing guard. Like, they have the jacket like a crossing guard. And I'm just trying to understand. So, different occupations, I guess, is fashionable now. Like, you could dress up like a, a bus driver and it looks pretty much dope to you because it's a fashion statement. <laughs> you could dress like a jogger and it's a fashion statement. That's why I'm sitting here stuck. I'm like, okay, what is fashion nowadays? Because it's so simplistic but so complex. Because even things you would experiment with now is fashionable. Like I said, I seen people walk around like when I was saying that I seen people like it's this weird ass shoe. There's people that put their sneakers inside of some type of sandal and they walk around the city with this shit on. And I'm like, "Yo, what what the what is that? What is that a, what is this fashion statement you talking about?" You know, like, what if, what does this mean? Like, what is this, what are you trying to signify here? Because I don't understand it. And I really want to understand what makes that clothing so unique to you. I'm not trying to judge you, but I'm trying to have a better understanding. So, even with fashion lines, people coming out with your own fashion lines, hey, do your whole thing, do whatever you got to do. I hope you can retail it. I hope you can do whatever it is that you want to do with your fashion statements. Yo, go all out. But um, certain things that's out there, you know, it's definitely things that's been made before and it does seem like it's vintage, A. And B, it's like, what is your fashion line going to do that's different from the other people out there that's doing the same thing like you? I mean, me, I have plans for things, but we're not going to talk about it. It's just certain things that I, I want to let out to the public because in 2019 is about me being all, um, all things creative. That's what I'm about, being all things creative. So, you know, growing up, you had the jackets that was airbrushed with things. You've had people out there that would have writing on their jeans, acid wash jeans, and so on and so forth. There's a lot of things that came out of the fashion industry, but I never liked the idea that someone should be teased for the way that they're dressed, especially how I was when I was growing up. Certain times, not a lot, but I mean, today, like, I just get called, like, they'd be like, oh, you dress like a hipster. And then, of course, it matches with my mannerisms because they'd be like, oh, you're like a hipster. And I'm just like, bro, like, I'm totally not like a hipster. I'm the, the regular old dude that just can't stand to dress like everybody else. And, and my whole thing about it is, should I be wrong for that? Am I judgmental for certain dudes out there that do want to keep up with the Joneses in the hood, specifically, to dress like the same thing that you see on media and this, that, and the third? Well, again, what is fashionable? What is what is dressing like to you when you put on these clothes are you trying to be like the next person or are you trying to be like yourself that does mean a lot so you got to think about it in that retrospect but um i'm confused I, I i don't know what else to say and then i just don't like how you know certain corporations or certain like you know retailers 
like gas it up with their shirts and they come up with all these different lines of shirts that don't make no damn sense again when i was working at zoomies because that's like the last like retail job that i really had fuck zoomies um Back in 2015, y'all remember when the holes in the shirts was popular? And then they had the shirts that went down to your knees and stuff like that. I, I sat back and I'm just like, those remind me of the, the, the um, tall boy tees that they had back in like 05, 06. Remember like the baggy jeans and you would wear t-shirts that's like two times your size? I was like an XL, but my ass is a schmedium, you know? <laughs> and it just went down to like damn near my knee. And... It reminded me of it, but I'm just like, what's the significance of the, what's the significance of it? So what does it mean? You know, why are you wearing a hole in your shirt? And then the fashion line started getting even more weirder. It's like, okay, now it's long sleeve shirts that's just saying all these regular things or people who's walking outside or specifically how you had like, um, how I see people that have the shirts that's like has something like Aaliyah or Missy Elliott in concert, 1998 or some craziness like that. What's the significance of it? I mean, yes, again, it talks about vintage. And I'm just like, a lot of these clothing lines, I'm finding to be very vintage. And it's it's just, it's not weird. But it definitely makes me think. And it's just like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, what is this? What does this mean? Because, I mean, I could just throw on an outfit and be like, yo, I'm fly. So, is there a conclusion to be made from this? If there is, there's something I need to express about it. The thing that I need to ponder about, and I need you guys, if you guys hear this episode and you like it, comment. I'll allow you guys, please comment. Please. I would like for you guys to comment. Has there been a standard in the fashion industry that now there's a low standard to how you dress? Is it? Because pretty much anybody can make a a fashion statement and then everybody jumps on that trend. Let's talk about the fashion industry. Uh, how do I begin? I watch, you know how they have the fashion shows. I know someone who actually has their own clothing line. He actually is a known person. I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, you know, a lot of do a lot of people f- see his influential ways. He has his own brand of sneakers, or maybe he was let go because of something that he did. Uh, he has his own fashion line So I know him and I'm just like okay dude And he goes on fashion shows He goes around the world promoting his stuff He has pop up shops and this that and the third So with fashion shows Right when I think about fashion shows I think about uh, You know the fall the fall fashion shows The spring ones New York because you live in New York So they have New York Fashion Week You know Paris Paris the Fashion Week Uh I don't know, uh, you know, different fashion shows for different folks. But, you know, it's more centered around big, high-profile cities like L.A., uh, New York, maybe Atlanta, (laughs) maybe Atlanta, um, London, and Paris. So with fashion shows, what I start to notice is it's like I don't think it's necessarily trying to come out with clothes per se. I just really think that. And it's, it's, it's a creative thing, offer it. I don't have a problem with saying that. It is very creative because, you know, a lot of these outfits, I'll sit back and be like, yo, what the fuck? And then other times I'll be like, yo, that's actually pretty cool. So with fashion week in general or fashion shows, there are certain things that I, I like to, you know, I like to, you know, ponder about. With fashion shows, I don't think it's necessarily about 
actually coming out with these lines of clothes. I think it's about being experimental and just being very creative on how you're trying to get your message across through your clothes. Again, I, I no, not again, but later this season, I'm going to talk about creative process. And I think more or less, I'm mainly going to talk about it with music, but the creative process for a fashion designer, you know, you got to be able to draw in a sense. You got to be able to uh, know exactly what your clothes mean, what your clothes are saying, because again, fashion is about expressing yourself. So when you have these people out there that sit in this office all day, they draw up ones and then they have the mannequins and, you know, they're figuring out how to put these clothes together. I think it's mainly about being creative. I don't think it's about necessarily being like, oh, this is going to be the new hotness. No, I don't, I don't necessarily think that. Because when I seen a lot of these fashion shows that happened this year, it was some what the fuck moments. And I was saying back like, what, what does this mean? Uh... Was it Gucci? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Gucci. It wasn't Louis Vuitton. It was. It was. Was it Tom Ford? I can't think of the name. I definitely know it was some Eastern European, like fashion show they had, and it was a prominent fashion designer. And I was watching the, the fashion show, and I was just looking, and I'm just like, okay, this looks demonic. This looks weird. This person has makeup on with a third eye and a fourth eye. This person is walking around with like he has blood coming out of his eyes. And then this other person is walking around with a bush on top of their head. And this person is wearing their hair with a nest and a bird on top. I, I, I sit back and I'm like, okay, there's nothing wrong with being creative. But what the fuck is this shit y'all got going on, bro? <laughs> and then when you look at the clothes, it's these big bushy dresses. It's this big this, it's this big that. And I just sit back and I'm like, yo, what does this mean, son? Like, what are you trying to convey when you put this out, B? Like, I can't get with this. Because half, no, most of the clothes that you see from the fashion shows, you will not see on the streets. I'm sorry. You will not see these things on the streets like that. You won't. You won't. You won't. You might see it in a high-profile setting if somebody is, is wanting to, you know, buy it for like wanting to buy it because they really want to be out there and they really want to say oh i got this from fashion the fashion week show it's going to happen people do do that they're going to invest that money into some clothes but what the fashion week what i'm trying to understand is like it's nothing wrong with being creative but like when you put these clothes together sometimes it don't match the makeup and the way that you style their hair or the way that they go about it right and what is it what is it entailing? You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be judgmental, but I would like to know. Like I want to dig deeper. So if there is a fashion designer out there that is from Fashion Week, I want to talk to you because I'm saying when you make these clothes, obviously there's a story or there's a background to how you design these clothes. And I want to know why did you design it like this or why did you do their make why did you tell the makeup designer to do their makeup like this so that they could wear your clothes out on the runway? Why? Because I really honestly want to know. Because certain things, I just be sitting there like, this is a little off or this is really interesting. So that's really funny. Sidebar though, shout outs to the melanated goddesses that I be seeing at the fashion shows. Because it's usually the Africans, the the, um, the dark-skinned women. So you know I'm always on my Wakanda joint. And I like seeing the dark-skinned women at the show. I, I don't know. This is something I thought was very beautiful. And it wasn't necessarily a fashion show. But I definitely did see on like Instagram like the perfect contrast between dark and light I seen someone who's dark skin and someone who's very light skin close to pale 
And just for a reference, I thought that was so beautiful. But my nitpick from fashion shows, I always like seeing the dark-skinned females um, going on a fast on the fashion floor. I just do. It, it just looks so fucking appealing and so sexy. Woo! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, yo, you, you bomb as fuck, bro. That joint is mad crazy. So, with Fashion Week, you know... I just, I just, I just take it up a notch because the outfits I don't think is necessarily gonna be on designer floor like you're gonna see it in like a H and M or you're gonna see it in, you know, I don't know. You're not gonna see it in like, you know, Urban Outfitters or this that and the third. It may be some pieces that you might take from there, but I don't think you necessarily see it like that. To you, fashion no. No. Retailers. No, that don't sound right. No, it does. So, I have to talk about the sensitivity when I'm finding a lot from at least 2017 to this year. Might happen again in 2019. You know, there's a sensitivity that comes into clothing. You don't want to make certain clothes that's offensive to certain nationalities. You don't want to do that. I'm going to touch on the basis real quick. He was talking about things like H&M when it came out the sweater, coolest monkey in the jungle. Another brand, Macy's. I was mad at Macy's for what they did about the family, the two white families being represented fairly and uh, a gay couple being represented fairly. But then when it came to the black children and black woman, it was only them, and the father wasn't there. That wasn't fair. You know, advertisements and the way you convey your message to your clothes do mean everything. Half the time, I'm pretty sure this message doesn't even mean anything to you because y'all know exactly what y'all doing. But if you really didn't know what you was doing, you have to take a good census and you have to take a good look in the mirror and understand that when you market your clothes and... And again, we're also talking about people that do their own independent business because that matters too. When you're mar- marketing your clothes and you're marketing the stuff that you want the public to see, you have to be very sensitive about what that message is giving off to people. Now, I didn't also seen how they have with Tim's. They have, Tim's has, if y'all wear Tim, mad New York is with Tim's. What the fuck am I talking about? But Tim's. Y'all know like when y'all buy the boots and y'all have the laces, how it's tied up into a knot and it looks like a, a noose or it looks like, yeah, I think it's a noose. I think that's what you call it. But you know, the things I was, it, it reminds me of like when they hung slaves. And then I think about the history of a lot of these clothing brands and then subconsciously like, yo, I didn't even realize until now. I heard about how with Levi's, how they wanted to test the dur- durability of their jeans. They got a slave and they... Put him, they tied a rope on his elbow. No, not his elbow. His wrist. Yes, his wrist. Two horses drawn. And they would run in the opposite direction. And it would pull that black man apart. But they wanted to see if the genes were durable to be tested. So that even if the man would rip apart, the genes wouldn't. I think about a lot of the history and a lot of the so-called people out there that are fashion designers, these high, these high um, marketable brands. 
They don't give a shit about black people. They don't give a shit about the 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 flavors and the people of color that work in the fashion industry. I mean, their um, their 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 sweatshops and this that and the third, not paid responsible wages. But I do feel like it is a responsibility for y'all to be more and it, and y'all have to do this because if y'all marketing y'all brands more times out of ten, you have to take surveys to at least know is this a marketable marketable item? Is it not? Is it offensive? What makes it offensive? This, that, and third. People on social media shouldn't have to tell you this is offensive. Shouldn't. Shouldn't. H&M, you was dead wrong. I think you was being very insensitive to what was going on. Macy's, fuck you. Because you knew exactly what you was doing. And you know that it was going to trigger a response from people. Uh, You know, with your brands... And this goes beyond fashion. This goes beyond just everyday corporations you know you have to be very sensitive to what it is that people feel if you don't want to be reminded about slavery don't put it on there if we don't have to we don't want to be reminded about stereotypes that relates to our nationality don't put it on there we might think it's very subliminal so why would you do that why would you not be responsible in doing that and speaking of that even this week they had a controversy with uh a white dude and that was modeling a Wakanda sweater for Forever 21. <laughs> ah, I was sitting back and I was like, oh, here go another one. Black Twitter is going to go to town on that ass. And I have no responses to it. I'm not saying anything to it. I'm, because the movie, I understand the movie was made to fit the black audience. But on a spectrum, anybody could have seen the film Black Panther. It's just that marketers were so smart on basically getting you to go see their film because it says Black Panther, so they wanted to relate to the Black Panther party of the 60s. I'll I, I, I be honest. They marketed it real well, bro, because I didn't see the movie. I didn't care to see the movie. I was just like, nah, I don't feel like seeing it. Um, but they were smart enough to be like, oh, we know that black people is going to go flock to come see this movie. And even back to going what I was saying. You know, the way that you guys were dressing when y'all went to the movie theaters, y'all was doing things that was very reminiscent of a lot of the black movie cultures growing up. You know, you had a lot of people that did the blacks, black exploitation, black exploitation um, outfits. You had people that was dressing coming to America. And it was such a beautiful thing. So I'm like, yo, that's dope. You know what I mean? And um, let me just say this for the record, fams. If you are a white person, and I don't give a damn, if you are a white person that's usually nine times out of ten marking these shirts, these sweaters, and all this other stuff, and it says Black Girl Magic or Black Boy Joy, which I don't think they have a shirt in, they probably do, but Black Girl Magic, Melanin Queen, or Melanin Efficient, like, you're a cornball. You're stupid and you're dumb. You're not, listen, man. Ethics, I mean, ethnicity tells you everything. White people are argue that they don't have melanin. You don't have melanin, melanin like black people. You don't. You just don't. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that you should feel like a scumbag for it, but you don't have melanin like black people. And then if it says black girl joy, don't you think that it should be a black girl wearing it? You see, when we click to certain things, we want certain things and product that is introduced to us for us. You feel what I'm saying? Like when it, Fubu was popular, you're not gonna say for us, for um, for us by them. <laughs> Who's gonna be fooped? 
That's not gonna make any sense. Fubu for us by us. So it's the same thing when you when you put out these shirts. Know who you're modeling. If you're gonna have someone that's gonna wear an ethnic clothing like not a daishiki, but let's just say a daishiki. You want someone that's usually of um Afro diaspora descent to wear those clothes to make it marketing to marketable towards someone black. Just it is what it is. It's it's something that we gravitate towards to because clothing has symbolism. So we are able to click that symbolism with ourselves regardless of culture, ethnicity, and what whatever has you. You feel me? So the the thing that I'm trying to say is it, it looks cheesy. It looks sloppy as fuck. And and the thing about it is is that y'all put these shirts on these white women that says black girl this and then have a picture that says that has an afro that has a, a a how do I say it? What's the name of it? Um fuck, what is the name of it? You 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 know what I'm talking about, family. Oh, silhouette. It has a silhouette of like a black woman with an afro. And then some white woman is wearing it. it. It doesn't fit for you, mama. Like, you're not supposed to be wearing it. You know? You just don't wear it. You don't wear it. Now, I'd be wrong <laughs> if I said black people should make fun of you guys by wearing leggings and Uggs. I would be really fucked up if I was to say that. Really mad and fucked up if I said that. And then it has a shirt that has a Starbucks <laughs> latte on the shirt. It'd be messed up. And I said, black women should market that. It'd be real messed up. But understand what I'm saying. Certain outfits correlate with certain certain ethnicities. Uh, a bushuka or whatever it is, like, you know, you have certain styles that uh, are in accordance to the Indian cultures. You'll usually find someone who is of Indian ethnicity wearing that. Uh, you know, something like a, a geisha outfit. Y'all know what a geisha is. That would correlate to someone who is Asian descent, someone who's Chinese or Japanese. It just works like that. So you have to be more smart on how you market your clothes and not put things in there that might be very trigger happy, where someone might get online and be like, you're culture appropriating my culture. It's just the name of the game. You got to be smart on how you move. It's not a good look for you when you do that, you know? And that's my lesson of it all. But, you know, too many times I'm seeing in that usually it is usually white people ended up in hot water because y'all wearing something that is Afro diaspora centric or you're wearing something that says black something or melanin this. And we're like, you shouldn't be wearing that. And it is an ins- ins- insensitivity to it. But I'm trying to say this to say, like, you got to be smarter how you market your clothes. It's not a good look if you're doing that. You know, it, it's not a good look. It just makes you look clownish. And it, it makes you, it makes us say that you're a culture appropriator. Not to say that it, it won't happen with any other ethnicity, but nine times out of ten, I'm finding that it is white people that's getting in trouble with it. And then that's when we go off the, the, the rip and we say that you're a cultural appropriator or we say you're a gentrifier, even in the sense that you're not moving into a black neighborhood, but you're gentrifying a culture. <laughs> I'm going to reel it on into the end, y'all. So I'm glad you guys got to get the perspective of fashion. But this goes back to what I'm saying. What worry before we started putting values on clothes and sneakers? What worry? Were we comfortable with just rocking the same shit every day and not having people make fun of us because of the clothes we rock? 
If clothing means something to you, what is your message? What are you trying to convey to the people when you're wearing your clothes? Do you want people to know that you are a hipster? Do you want people to know that you are very vintage eccentric? Do you want people to know that you shop at the thrift store? Do you want people to know that you are not homeless when you are homeless and you like to talk shit about other homeless people? (laughs) Who knows? When you wear Jordans, do you wear Jordans because you're trying to appeal to another shorty you're probably going to have sex with and leave her? Not a stereotype, just trying to say it might happen. Or do you wearing Jordans because you actually like the brand of sneaker? Are you a hype beast? And if you are a hype beast, what is it that you love about sneakers? Do you like the colors? Do you like the material? Do you like having conversations about these sneakers? What are so dope about them? What are the features? What are the pros and cons of those sneakers? Same thing that goes with clothes. When you have values of jeans, do these jeans rip easily or do they actually fit and don't give you problems? Fashion Hall, Fashion Nova, are you teaching young women to be proud about themselves regardless of whatever shape and figure they are so that when they rock different outfits, they don't have to feel bad because it doesn't fit for them? And and one more thing, because I love women so much, I think it's so beautiful that based off of size that everybody fits into the same accord. What I mean, petite women have a certain way that they dress and it's so beautiful because they mesh well on different outfits. Women that's athletic have a same has a certain way that they dress, and I think that's so beautiful. Plus size women are the most confident women I've ever seen, hands down. I'm not saying the rest isn't confident, but 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 curvy women and women that you know, I don't think I'm a chubby chase anyway. But I'm saying curvy women and plus size women has a confidence that I see, and it's just like, yo, I'm big, so what? I know how to rock my shit. And y'all have certain outfits that fit for y'all. So I think it's better, beautiful on the women's side that based off of what size you are, you have a certain way that you dress that fits your body. With men, I don't know how to really describe it because it's like, I'm a skinny dude. So I don't, I just rock whatever it is. But on certain accords, I understand the way that I dress fits for me. So I'm more slim. So I rock slimmer clothing. You wouldn't see me with baggier stuff on because I'm not built bigger. I'm a small dude. So I'm going to get stuff that's more small and probably closer to the body. That doesn't mean I'm going to rock skinny ass jeans. No, it's not going to mean that I'm going to wear a tight shirt. No, it doesn't mean that. So I'm going to reel it on in. Like I said, with fashion, what are you trying to convey to the audience? Do you care what other people think about you? You don't care. Okay, that's cool. Are you are aware that certain things that you wear that that certain things that you wear is going to put you in a different way and that a personality or persona about you may be true or untrue based off the way you dress. If y'all get what I'm saying, you know what I mean? Y'all get what I mean. So it's beautiful. It's a gift and a curse how fashion dictates the society that you may wear something that might be out of style, but to you it's not out of style. You may wear something that's in style, but you may feel like this is not necessarily how you want to wear it if you catch my drift. So with that being said, dress however the fuck you want to dress. I'm not saying that you can't. I would suggest don't try to do it for the validation of other people. Do it for yourself. But if you feel inspired to, and I know a lot of people won't admit it, but deep inside, I'm telling you to dig inside of your subconscious. If you are doing it for the validation of others, think about it. Is it worth it in the end? Or is it just for a a cheap gratification tool? Think about that.
Next episode, I'm going to be talking about the social social media influence, what it has on the culture, what it has on us. Really going to be a dope topic and show and sidebar too. If you guys didn't know and you guys wasn't paying attention, I accidentally deleted four of my episodes, but come to find out my podcast, the four episodes I have, which was from Pilot Takeoff on Sunday to SJWs and the bandwagon train y'all roll on is still available online. It is. It's available, I think, on Stitcher. I think it's available on Stitcher and it's available in a couple of other places. So I'll post that up later on this week or whatever because I'm going to take a little bit of a break. But it's still available for you guys to watch. I mean, listen to. I don't know why I keep saying watch. But you can listen to it at any time. My four episodes is still up. So you can listen to them. And I'll link you the places where you can get them. I think I believe they're on iTunes as well. Don't quote me on that. Someone told me that that, that is true, that it's on there. Um, but um, you can listen to those episodes if you want to. And I'll link it to you. Uh, again, next episode, we're going to be talking about social media influence. And we're going to dig deeper here. Peace and hair grease. And I'm finally podcasting.